Hello. All right. Fine. Hey. All uh, right. Uh, Matt Bohinsky? Uh, yes, sir. Matt Bo for short. All right, Matt. Hey, guy, listen, we got a special treat tonight. We have a, chi- a Chicago, great people, Chicago comedian Matt Bo in the house. Give him some love. I have, I have an imaginary audience, Matt. <laughs> You know, who needs who needs applause anymore? Who needs any you ever seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest? Oh yeah, a little bit ago. That's a good one. Remember the scene with the World World Series? Mm-hmm. She yeah, she wouldn't let him watch the games. He he was like made a imaginary cheers and ma- and that's what I do all day. And that's why like you know, I feel these people there. They're watching us. I feel them in, in the stands. Yeah, I feel that. And uh I feel like there's a lot of those old nurses in my life, too. All the evil old nurses trying to get on me for everything I want to do. Everybody has some PTSD. I guess they must have done you dirty when you were a kid, man. Oh, yeah. No, I had a good childhood. You sound like a fine young man, and you know what you want at a young age. I think I do, for the most part. That's a great... Hey, um, um, your parents call you Matthew? Well, when they're mad at me. Oh, normally they call you Matt. Yeah, usually they call me Matt. I'd say. Because I have a Matthew, and I'm the only oh, one who calls him Matthew. Everybody else calls him Matt. Yeah, I guess now that I think about it, they call me Matthew more or less. <laughs> well, like my mother calls me Stephen. My brother calls me. Everybody else calls me Steve. So it's a conflict. Like you know, what are you, a Matthew or a Matt? My parents just call me a disappointment usually. Oh, that's a good, yeah. Okay, that's funny. I was breaking up words before. Yo, dis- let's break up the word disappointment, uh, Matt. <laughs> break it up? Okay, you start. Yeah, well, it's an, it means like to uh, the lack of appointment, the opposite of appoint- appointment, to disappoint. That's what they're doing. You, 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 you're, dis- you're no longer appointed or whatever the throne you're supposed to be appointed to. Yeah, I'm disappointing them for sure. I don't know what their appointment was for, but... Uh... <laughs> They they had a point. I don't. They had a point with a guy. Then proctologist. That's what they had. Yeah, not me. <laughs> no, no. That, that's a, and you know what? Screw that shit. Ain't gonna. Don't let me anally rape you. Whatever. You know, just to visualize. I, first of all, AI is gonna come and save a day, and you don't have to go through barbaric anal rape just to make money. <laughs> you don't know about that, man. AI is getting pretty big, man. They might it, be. They might be the ones doing it pretty soon, man. You, don't, you never know. Yeah, and you just listen to a very famous comedian on his podcast. He talks about AI, how everybody's going to want to have an AI raw because they're going to want to fuck them. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, but I give credit. He said it. I heard it. I li- he made me laugh. But, you, you know, I, I don't like to say names, good or bad, because uh, whatever. But he, he's funny, the guy, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> AI, yeah, absolutely, you know. That'd be unique. Um, absolutely, but and he said then 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 he was like, then they're gonna have rights, like women's rights and shit like that, you know. Like, you know, it's it's not gonna be vote. They're gonna be able to vote. Yeah, exactly. A lot of things. But you know, who knows? Maybe we could make them political leaders because they might be doing I think they might do a better job than these clowns we have in office. I mean, the clowns we have in office are robots in their own way. But, I mean, these people, I mean, artificially, I mean, at least they're intelligent. I'll put them in the office instead. He's got to tweak them, like Eric Adams says, because people think they're going to be the Terminator. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. But I, I, what's going on isn't correct right now either. We have some very misguided uh, individuals, you know. 
because people are just effed up in general, man. I'd agree, man. World's falling apart around us, man. It, it really crazy. is. So, you know, it's like, I feel like when the Titanic, you and me were playing the violin and we're going down on the ship. That's what it feels like. That's a good idea. That's pretty funny. Yeah, eventually they stopped playing and jumped in the water, but, you know, we're playing some good tunes. Um, you know, I will scream, whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. I'm going to die anyway. We're going down. <laughs> what the hell, man? You know, poor, uh, what's his name? Leonardo DiCaprio. What an asshole. Frozen in water for that girl. Come on. Jesus yeah, Christ. You know, he's he too old for him. Yeah, I'm not happy. You know, he got he got laid one time. Come on, was it worth it to die for that one time? Give me a freaking break. You know what she said? She was on the door and she said, "Man, I don't want to die. I'm only twenty. I'm only twenty-eight. And he said, "Okay, I'm gonna go for a swim." <laughs> Is that what happened? <laughs> That's my theory. I, I and then she, they were interviewing her. You know, Kate Winslet. Winslet. Mm-hmm. I think she was talking about how like yeah, I mean, people were peeing in the water while they were like treading water. Oh, you got to. You're probably filming for hours on end. I guess so. You remember that sign? Well, don't don't pee. We don't swim in your toilet. You ever seen that sign? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did I listen I, to it? I don't know about that. Off the record. You gotta raise. I, I I'm man enough to admit that I peed. I, I know about the. I know the beach and the in the ocean. I die. I don't know about it in the pool. I don't remember. I, I don't want to confess to anything. I don't remember. You know. <laughs> it depends if it's a country club pool. Not that I go to those, but if it's a public pool, you figured it's not that different. It's probably clean up the damn thing. Um, yeah, the clip the pump plenty clack. The worst is you just want to avoid the duty like in Caddyshack. <laughs> it was just a bit, it was just a baby Ruth. It's okay. I, I know that's classic. That was that was a vintage scene. <laughs> that was classic chlorine. So, like um, you've been hitting it hard and you you've been hitting the Chicago open mic circuit and, and you got gigs there too, right? Yeah, I got gigs there. I run a show here now with my buddy. Oh, wow. cool. Um, and then yeah, I really got up running pretty quick. And then I, I, I got to know a lot of the people here because a couple of the Pittsburgh comics lived here for some time. And they gave me some of the people to kind of hang out with. Um, and eventually, yeah, it's being from Chicago, it's fairly easy to book uh, road gigs just because you go online, you know, um, a lot of medium-sized markets are always having shows. So take oh. the drive, take the plane. Um it's been some. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I would. I, I by ways, I. It's worth the cold to go to Chicago. I'll, just, I'll wear three sweatshirts. I don't give a shit. Yeah, it's freaking cold, man. I'll tell you that. But that's the actually the winter is the the hot time for comedy there because it's so cold. No one has anything to do, so they go to the comedy clubs. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, so summer summer's light apparently. I, and I got to live it to my dream too. You know, you know, my kids used to call me uh, Matt. Hey, you know Frank. Which Frank? Frank Sinatra. Shameless. I'm shameless. Oh, Frank, Frank. not Gallagher. <laughs> yes, yeah, they Gallag- call me Frank. Yeah, because I was a drunk. I see a couple so of them they, walking they, around with stuff. I want to be Frank, the drunk single father, but my kids left me anyway. Just living by the train station in the park myself, and just you know, getting getting all kinds of floozies and bars and getting drunk and smoking cigarettes and riding the train. That's, that's my fantasy. That's basically what I do. I just say jokes. <laughs> there you go. That's life of comedian. Like before I was living in a motel, I'm like, I finally made it. I'm a comedian. I rant into, a ta- into my phone and I live in a hotel. That's the life of a comedian. Yeah. That's the case. It's not bad. 
Pretty much. Yeah, you're living a life. You, 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 when you declare, don't let them tell you when you're a comedian. You, Matt, you say you're a comedian. You are a comedian de facto. Oh, yeah. And it's you run not, a show, a man? You, you, uh, oh, you know yeah, Steve Springer? That's the best thing. Steve Springer, that name does bring a bell. He's a Chicago guy. Yeah, he runs shows. He was in a show. Real nice guy. Great guy. I even think um, he... I think he had his bar mitzvah, uh, his wedding in a comedy club. He loves it so much in Chicago. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. He was in a show, another guy named Matt, Matt Kassane. You know Matt Kassane? Matt Kassane. I don't know another Matt. How old are they? Pretty he, old. They're a little older. He, they're, they're my age, but he's like a Chris Farley impersonator. He was in a show. He's, from, he's a Chicago-based actor. He's been on commercials. He's been on radio. He's a, I mean, all nice Chicago people. Noah Rubin, Dino Dad. He runs shows in Seattle. He, he has connections to Chicago. Oh, good people. You too now. You're on the list, man. Hell yeah. It's a good list to be on, it sounds like. Yeah, Chicago's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll probably run, run into them at some point. It's not too big of a scene. Yeah, um, no, I want to get out so. there too, man. I, this was, I thought it's cool. Chicago's calling my name. I, I must take a little detour to New York. I got to move back to New York first. But that's okay. New York's a cool place to be too. New York place I got to hit up for comedy. Yeah, that's uh, I got some buddies out there. I haven't done comedy out there, but I love the town. Yeah, it, it's all right. But the only thing I'm not going to lie, the comedy scene, in my opinion, this is my opinion, is not as hospitable. You know, it, it's more I've likely to put that. you into a hospital. It will put you into a hospital, but it's not hospitable. Yeah, that's why I moved to Chicago. They, there's an old saying. I don't know if it gets around in your parts, but it's um, move, to, move to Chicago, get good. And then move to L.A. or New York. Um, yeah, t- t- yeah, because uh, Foster's Chicago Foster's a more supportive environment. New York is it's just the way it is. Every I, I've gone to workshops for anything. Yeah, every- yeah. I mean, take even fucking cab drivers. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear, but even cab drivers. Oh, it's the cur- most competitive thing. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah, you know, on both sides of the fence, and I've been a cab driver, and people are dicks to me. I, how you doing, folks? Let's go in. Oh, please drop me off at the, the far east corner of East 33rd Street. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, yeah, you know, people feel you have to go there. Be an, it used to be a nice place where you read the Daily News and you talk about the Mets. Somehow people thought you had to move there and become a snob. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've seen that. And like, and you're in the fu- you're in the for- on the in the thick of it, man. If you're driving cabs and shit, how do people even pay you? They just pay you cash at the end. You have to hold them down if they don't. They rob. I got ripped off many times. I had to pay pay the fare. You got to pay the rent for the cab. I I lost money. I have all kinds of shit situations where I broke even. People rob me because then they don't wait the credit card. You have a terrible attitude. They treat like shit. They talk down like you're a dog. The cops, everybody, the cops supposed to help you, and they come down on you hard. So you're unarmed. Your job is diff- more probably tougher than a cop. It's a bad. <laughs> it makes you angry. You're defenseless. Yeah, you're just in a, and um. They're probably not allowed to carry a piece on you either. I know every Uber driver here has a gun because they all have stories. With a license, you can, but I don't believe in guns. You know, I, I took, I guess I was almost suicidal. I was ready. I was playing Russian roulette. That's how depressed I was. Mental Russian roulette. Yeah, fuck that, man. Yeah, you <laughs> get a knife. A knife? A taser, maybe. Taser, maybe. That's what I use. I walk around Chicago with a taser like a, like a, like a woman. I don't care, man. That, that shit's loud. And uh, does okay. <laughs> yeah, Taser, whatever your thing is, you know, uh, 
it's a tough world, man. You know, I, I, I don't know what. Uh, well, that's what we do comedy, right? Yeah, it's a funny world. At the same time, you can dodge a bullets, you know. Um, for the most part, you're right. Duck and roll. Don't go in the thick of it. Oh, yeah. Just don't go in the south. So don't go on the south side if you ever find yourself in Chicago. Um, that is where the Gallagher house is. They lived in the south side, but that's a bad place to go. You're going to um, get. Well, wherever the, rent is, wherever the rent is cheapest and closest to public transportation. Uh, you get Pilsen. Pilsen's pretty good, pretty cheap. It's a Hispanic neighborhood up and coming. That's good. Yeah, oh, it's cool, up and coming cool. too. It's actually a really artsy ass place. A lot of comedy there too. I just did a show there actually. Oh, um, cool. Yeah, it's a bit like kind of Hispanic crowd, you know, but it's a really artsy place if you like Mexican food and good art and shit, music. And, and they, they appreciate English. Yeah, people speak English, but you'll see some, you know, hear some Spanish is pretty cool. Um, and mm -hmm. the rent's cheap. I almost live there because the rent's so cheap. How much? You're probably gonna get. I mean, I, I was looking at single apartments. I was looking at under a thousand, probably around a thousand. I gotta make this happen. I gotta get the next few years before I drop dead. That's thank you, Pilsen, Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay, cool, man. Pilsen, yeah, Pilsen's good. Um, Absolutely, it's like... actually pretty affordable. You know, if if you are around New York, then you'll think this is nothing. Um. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. New York. I'm used to sweating it. You know, stressing it. I don't know, but. Uh... Yeah, a drink will cost you twenty dollars there, but here it's only fifteen. <laughs> uh yeah, no, I don't even drink anymore. I just do edibles now. Oh, that's good. I like the edibles. Oh, I shouldn't say that on air, but you know. No, I think what, 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 what are you worried about? It's illegal. What's a big deal anymore? Why is everything? It's like the gateway drugs. As long as the kids are twenty-one in Auburn, you know, and they're probably doing it anyway if they're listening. Oh, exactly right. So, so we're not doing. Yeah, driving work. They're, they're better than me. I, I have people who abuse that shit. I, I don't drive when I do. I just stay home and do my comedy at home. That's, you know, not, what else is it to do anyway? We, you know, when you're unemployed. Yeah. Yeah. Edibles are nice. It takes a while. You yeah. get you, but the, the more you do it, the quicker it gets. Essentially, we eat or drink a coffee, something it accentuates it to your head, you know? Mm, and okay. once you start doing it, you, you, when you smoke, you can't get high in them. I don't know what is it's stronger. It, you just can't get high off vaping and smoking. Yeah, I've noticed that. Do you do smoke ever? I used to. I was afraid. I had to stop. I was gagging. I was choking. I couldn't drink or smoke. And, and I, you know, I got scared, so I just switched to edibles. Yeah, that's the right way to go. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to do it with comedy, too. You can't be drinking the whole comedy. I, I do, like, so many... I'm going till 2, 3 a.m., so I got to really limit my beer intake, right? Or else the last mic, or the last set might not be uh, legible. <laughs> Yeah, no, I've done it drunk. Doesn't, it never works. It, I mean, weed is one thing, but drinking always messes up. It's, it's like trying to have sex. You can't get it up. Yeah, trying to say new jokes and shit like that. Trying to weed could be bad for the memory, right? Like you might forget a new joke or a setup or something. But drunk, you just are just saying everything off the wall. Um, I've made it work a few times, but maybe that was just in my head because I was hammered. <laughs> uh no yeah it's bad i've done it drunk nobody laughs but the we did timings better yeah i i've done both and uh I, I, when you're out drinking drinking you better just staying at home and screaming at the tv set yeah that's a little bit more therapeutic uh yeah believe me i, I used to be the i used to be the public drunk and uh one, one day I got, I got i learned my lesson i i ended up in the in the in a jail uh cell for a few hours and after that i stopped hanging out in public fuck steve did you get a dui i wasn't for driving 
That's good. That's good. Yeah. I got a lot of buddies that got Deweys, man. That's so terrible. That's expensive. You can talk about money. I heard it last I heard was ten thousand. It's probably twenty thousand now. Yeah, and you probably don't want to get a clean record after that. Yeah, no, no, yeah. any jobs? Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, yeah, no, it's, I know. That's why. Uh, you know, yeah, in, in Pittsburgh, um, the comedy scene, it wasn't a question of if you got a DUI. It was a question of, hey, how many DUIs have you gotten? Because <laughs> pretty much everyone there had a DUI at some point. I'm like, this is not a great crew. This is something I got to move away from. I got to go to somewhere with trains, mother, you know. That's why I like she has cities, you know, because, you know, I, I don't want to say in the air where I am. I'm in the middle of a you know, jerk, jerk quarter USA from uh, Rambo. <laughs> jerk quarter US, middle of nowhere, you know. No, no, no buses, no trains. Uber can't even goddamn. So I, would, I know what you mean. You need a train. Yep, trains are nice. I mean, even in Chicago, just you know, keep a good head on your shoulders. No, not definitely. Ever since I saw Tom Cruise get laid on the train in Chicago, I want to go there. You know. Whoa, what was that? Was that in a uh, Color of Money? No, risky business. He screws a uh, Rebecca De Mornay, Lana, the prostitute, on the train. Nineteen eighty four. That was in Chicago. I'm pretty sure it was Chicago. I'm sure it was an L train. I'm pretty damn sure he lived in a rich Chicago suburb. Ah, okay. I I, w- I just went to the place they shot Color of Money. Uh, oh, that's pretty unique. Oh man, you went there? Yeah, yeah. And I also go to this other place, this other bar that it was just in the movie they went to called Lincoln Tap Room. Oh um, wow. If you're ever in Chicago, that's a great place to go. They have uh, it's a Steeler bar. I'm a Pittsburgh guy, you know. Every Sunday cool. they got the Steelers. So uh, it, it sounds like you have really deep roots of Pittsburgh. I mean, you keep mentioning it, so um, you got me thinking yeah. about Pittsburgh. Uh, it seems like they, you know, they they have a they have a pretty down, decent downtown area. Yeah, they got a great downtown. I mean, I lived there pretty much my whole life. I I moved to Chicago back in June, so I'm fresh in Chicago, but I still got a lot of ties in Pittsburgh. Yeah, my family's there. A lot of my friends. I went to college there, you know. So, everyone. you know, both, both those cities, um, they're active because I listen to them. I listen to the app, the scanner app on the phone, and the police frequencies, both of them very active frequencies. Oh, you know what? I do that too. You ever, uh, really? <laughs> you ever <laughs> tap into the overseas ones? That's pretty fun. I've been trying have... to get, how do you get that? I, I get the whole USA. I, I can't really find. Are you, you going broadcastify? Uh, I got some weird app. Um, it's not one of the big ones, but yeah, you can get like my favorite dude is Ireland, dude, because <laughs> their their accent's so funny, and it's usually just someone causing a ruckus, being drunk oh, wow. or something. It's real. Oh, funny that'd stuff. be cool. Yeah, and like someone had a knife the one time. Like they have no guns, right? Maybe, uh, but it didn't sound like it. But yeah, it was pretty fun. I, if I I'll find it, let you know. You get some cool stuff. I do the same yeah. thing though. I feel like a maniac. I listen to the police scanner all the time. Chicago would be very active. You want an active yeah. one? Yeah, I know. Central. You got sent into always different sectors, like Zone Eleven, Zone Ten, Zone Nine. Yeah, just get anything yeah. in the house. Anything past a hundred eightieth uh, Street, whatever sector I, that is. And there's like a sound. They have a background sound different than the other frequency. You hear like a. You don't have the other frequency. Not that. You know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you ever listen to the NYPD special special divisions? That's like the emergency, EDP, Special Emergency Services Unit. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's another good uh, frequency, NYPD. You know, it's quiet, but once, the, once that lady starts, and they, <laughs> she always says, arrive alive. She always huh. says that. So you just use the app, right? You don't have like a proper I, police scanner. You still there? 